curiosity is a great way to take the first step towards change. If you weren't curious about growing at the pace that you wanted to grow, going and seeking out mentors, seeking out people that could help you, do you believe you would be sitting here right now? Is a hundred percent no. You know that doing the same thing is not going to get you to where you want to go. And it's like, I just have a fundamental belief that your network is your net worth. If I want to be an eight-figure agency, I need to be around eight-figure entrepreneurs. Sharon has already built an eight-figure agency. I would have never had access to that. So I was learning from the network. You're listening to the number one podcast in the world for real estate agents, the RA Agent Podcast. I am your host, Coach Vikram Deal with the Real Estate Sales Academy. And with me is my co-host and good buddy, partner in crime, Cody May of Sheridan Street. Cody May, tell me, what is new in your life today? You know, you stole my thunder, you know, and I'm going to let you steal my thunder and that's okay. Like every once in a while, you're allowed to steal my thunder. Today is one of those days where I will allow you to steal my thunder. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, like you should ask for forgiveness. I, 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 <laughs> but no, things are things are good. Things are good. Uh, you know, I just uh, got off a really great role play call with our sales team. We uh, it seems like a stupid waste of time. Why would you role oh, play? Your sales team? Role play? Why would you role play? Why would you practice? Like practicing yeah, is for dummies. Practicing, practicing is for dummies. Some waste of time. Yeah. Why were you role playing with your team? Yeah, we're just like like we're working on overcoming objections, working on like fr- framework to make sure that we are able to effectively communicate our processes. Because I have this fundamental belief in my in my heart that we can help more real estate agents. But the only way to help more real estate agents is to get them to understand like where the gap is currently for them. Right. Where a lot of agents come into calls and they don't they 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 don't realize they have a gap. So it's our job in order to help them understand there is a gap and how we can help them fix it. But the only way that we do that is through asking good questions. So a lot of it comes down to, and a lot of it is like mindset based things, where it's like, it's really trying to get into the mind of a real estate agent in such a way that allows them to see a bigger vision for their future. That's why we role play. We role play so that we can effectively communicate what it is that we do. We can effectively communicate how we can help real estate agents. Cause like everyone that comes into our program is winning right now, but it, it has taken a shift in mindset. And I'm really curious to know from you, Vic, because like, obviously you work with a lot of agents around, uh, you know, mindset shifts, but also just around, you know, sales, like what, what should the mindset of a real estate agent be? And what are some common downfalls that you see from a sales perspective in a real estate agent? Yeah. Um, I'll talk about some of the downfalls. I was actually just talking with Samir from uh, Real. Well, his company. It's a uh, lemon, lemon, lemon tree, lemon tree, right? Yeah. So yeah, I was just talking with Samir uh, from Lemon Tree Lending, and super cool dude. Like same, same standards as us, same mindset as us. Like, and we're talking about the sales process, right? And he's like, you know, when when I get an agent, like a loan officer, that tells me, um, you know, that we're getting a lot of people that are pushing back on rates. He's like, bro, you shouldn't be talking about rates until the end of the process. He's like, the first thing we need to do is figure out like what their needs are and then what product we can put them into. Yeah. Right. People are trying to so- be so focused on product. They're not focused on the people. Right. Yeah. And so when we were talking, I was like, well, here, try this framework out. And I gave him a framework and I'm like, when somebody, you know, when somebody says to you, Hey, what are the rates? 
I was like, here, just see, see if this bounces off of you and what you think of it. I'm like, instead of you going into, well, you know, like the rates are competitive and we're blah, 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 which is super combative. It's super like triggering. I was like, you say something along the lines of like, yeah, you know, like, hey, hey, Cody, that's, that's not a problem at all. Um, you know, I, I, before I give you all the the rates and everything, all the products, it, it might make sense for me to ask you a couple of questions about like your specific needs and what are you guys looking for and your, your, your timeline and things like that. And then, then I, I, I can share with you like the right product that I would recommend. Would, would, would you only like, would you find that helpful? And some here's like, damn, that's good. Right. Because if we just stop selling and start realizing that there is a human being on the other side, and it's one of the reasons why our, our real estate team did so well is because they would come in and they would be like, we're going to tell them what's up. We're going to be the, I'm like, no, you're bro. How many houses have you sold? He's like two. Like you're not the trusted advisor because you say you are, you are the trusted advisor because the prospect says you are. So the mindset, right? The mindset that a real estate agent should have is one is be super curious, right? The, the world has got so much innovation happening daily from AI to, you know, like what revive is doing to what real is doing to what EXP is doing to what compass is doing, right? There is so much innovation happening within the companies. There's also so much innovation happening to support real estate agents with different products and programs and services. And instead of you saying, that's not going to work for me, just be curious about what if it did work for you? Because we started Zillow, Cody, like in 2012, and we were called the idiots of real estate. And then that year we did like $25 million. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Zillow is still working for a lot of people and like, you know. I think one of the things, you know, and you, you touched on this so beautifully is this idea that getting curious about the, not only the products that are available to you, but getting sure. curious about the people, yeah. because it's very hard to, because if you're just a product pusher, you're a cashier and clerk, but if you actually get the like sales pros and sales professionals, they seek to understand, they seek right. to understand the current circumstance of where the prospect is at in their buying journey. And then they educate them based on that. And and you, maybe you could speak to a little bit to this because I think they're, they're in order to win in this market based on the top agents I speak with and with you what, with what you did in the Seattle area, there's this shift in mindset that needs to happen around, well, I don't sit down with people that are 18 m- months out or I don't oh sit down God. with people that are nine months out oh my God. where it, it, it's really interesting that it's usually the agents that are doing very little transactions are the ones that are saying that because all the agents I'm speaking with that are doing a crazy amount of transactions, like 40, 80, 300 transactions right. a year, they're like, we don't care if this person is eight months, nine months, 15 months, because we know that that 15 month buyer, that 15 month seller down the road could be one month with the right information. So how do, how do you how do you shift? Because you probably have people like this on your team. So how do you get or a period of time? Very, <laughs> but is that like, like what's your take on that? Like what's your take on, on, on that philosophy of business? Leads are humans, right? Leads are people like that could be your mom. It could be your grandma. So first is like, you know, I think you're the one who claimed this like humanizing leads. Um, we, we would call it something different, but we would always just like, you know, we didn't call it leads in our office. We said, how many new people came in our database and lost your client? Yeah. I, I, we didn't call them future clients, but, uh, we call them people, right? I'm like, how many moms came into our database overnight? And they're like, well, based off the names, there were seven women. 
I'm like, how many dads showed up? They're like, based off the names, there were six. I'm like, so we have 13 moms and dads, 13 sisters and brothers, 13 human beings that need our help because unfortunately the real estate, just like every every industry. Every industry. It's not just the real the, estate the top industry. The 20 are really good. The bottom 20 are really bad. And then there's a good chunk of people in the middle that are like average, above average, below average, but there's a good chunk what, of really good people. Where do you think that this philosophy comes from? Because I'm really curious that the philosophy of like, hey, if if they're to, if they tell me they're 12 months out, just yeah. put them on my CRM and let the CRM do the work. Well, like, let, let, let yeah. me, yeah. So, so when when the agent who doesn't know how to follow up, unfortunately, and it's not it's not always your fault, but it is your responsibility. Right. So the agent that doesn't know how to follow up, what kind of business do they want, Cody? If their if their follow up game sucks, what kind of business do they need? They want the now business. If they weren't taught what to say, what kind of business do they need? Well, they need to lay down sales. They need the lay down sales. And in 2020, how many lay down sales were there? Everything was lay down. Sales. In 2022, how many lay down sales were there? Very few. In 2023, how many lay down sales were there? <laughs> So the market is getting harder, but you guys are still being taught the basics of make more phone calls, follow. Well, what do I say on these calls? Yeah. Right. So fundamentally they are being lied to, unfortunately not. And I don't think anybody's maliciously out there trying to affect the real estate agent. I just don't believe that you are given the real information. And unfortunately, a lot of real estate agents, they don't realize that they're entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs and salespeople are problem finders. Right. So we are we are supposed to uncover the problems, but if we weren't taught those skills and they're all learnable, that's the crazy thing is Cody, everything we're talking about, everybody can learn. Now there's market knowledge that you need to have as a real estate agent. Yeah, there's that is I'm not gonna teach you, but you should be able to learn that on your own. Yeah. The fundamental shift about mindset comes that I might not know these things, but it's my responsibility to find out everything that I can, how to be a better salesperson, how to be a better communicator, how to be a better resourcefulness. It's becoming resourceful about your life because this is ultimately at the end of the day, your broker is probably making money. End of the day, your brokerage is probably making money. End of the day, the top agents in your office are making a ton of money. The question is, is are you making your fair share for being away from your family and friends for 16 hours a day? six to seven days a week. And if you're not, become more curious about learning and finding other solutions yeah. other than your broker, right? Who probably is doing the best that they can, but they're not serving you at the highest level. Other than like, I'm just going to watch YouTube videos. You you pay attention when you pay. So find somebody, whether it be me or another person, right? But find somebody who actually cares about your success. I, I love what you said about the curiosity because I think it, I think curiosity is a great way to take the first step towards change. Right. Because if you're curious about, if you if you shift your mindset towards a curious tone or a, like if you become curious and you learn how to be curious, you ask better questions. Well, can about I, the and prospect. I'll ask you a specific question. Yeah. So you hired Taki Moore with Boardroom two years ago as your personal two and a half years two and a half, two and a half years, two years ago. ago yeah probably two years ago yeah but you were exposed to him in 2018 so five years right. ago yeah in the time that you were exposed to him to the time that you hired him to the time you're at where where you're at now if you weren't curious about growing at the pace that you wanted to grow and going and seeking out mentors and seeking out people that could help you do you believe you would be sitting here next to me right now not even no because then the funny thing is the answer is a hundred percent no, 
And the reason it's a very, I mean, a hundred percent is very strong. It's very certain. And the reason it's certain is like, for those that don't know, I got connected. Uh, so I was invited to a talkie more conference in 2018. I went, I observed talkie for literally three more years prior to joining this program. Right. And, but you had already had exposure. I got exposure. I had exposure to the program. Your mentors were exposed to talkie. So yeah. Were, I was dripping on. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be sitting here next to you because I only, the only reason I met Sharon was because he was in boardroom at the same time I was in boardroom. So it's just like, it was the serendipity of like right. reinvesting back into myself and not only reinvesting back to myself, I had the, I had this ethos to life and I still do where it's like, I just want to be a lifelong learner. And so your mindset is very different than a lot of, and, and again, you guys, like if I didn't have true love like we we might talk a little smack about real estate agents yeah. but we really really pour back into what we do because we really want to see you guys win because i've been a real estate agent i am a real estate agent and i know that the motto of real estate agents is very guarded right our, our egos are involved because you know we're selling ourselves we're selling a product and we see that everybody else is making money and that's actually far from true. Most people in real estate, unfortunately, are not. And you can look at the stats because how many houses are there? How many agents are there? And so the people that make it make a lot. And the people that don't, you guys get burned on two or three years of your life. You guys get burned on thousands of dollars. You, you get burned on the opportunity cost of finding something that might have been a better suit for you. And so like, th there's a lot of passion when we speak. And when we joke, we joke because it probably masks the pain because we care a lot about your guys' success. So like when Cody goes out and tells says things, like he, he does it from a place of, of heart and and vulnerability. And like when you talk about why you joined Taki, right? And like pouring into Taki and you you were full into it. You didn't do it because you just wanted to make more money. Right. In fact, you you spent a you were spending seven to ten thousand dollars with the program and the people and all the different things. Plus, you had a mindset coach for your team. Yeah. Like when you invested into this program, seven, eight, nine, whatever the money was, was it a scary thing to do? Yeah, of course it was. It, like, uh, I I remember it really vividly. But like, I I also remember sitting there being like, if I don't do this, I'm gonna feel stuck. And it's like it's like I think that that first initial feeling of like i what if this doesn't work the, for me like i don't know like i i i don't i i had this feeling of like i can't not do this because i don't want to stay where i'm currently at and i think that there's a there's a mentality that you eventually get to in entrepreneurship like where it's like you know that doing the same thing is not going to get you to where you want to go and it's like i just have a fundamental belief that like your network is your net worth yep absolutely and with that, within within that fundamental belief, it's like I need if I want to be an eight figure agency, I need to be around eight figure entrepreneurs. I can't yeah. I can't be hanging around just around people that are currently where I'm at because we're while we might mastermind and give us each other's good ideas, it's like those people have already been there. Like Sharon has already built an eight figure agency. Yeah. Like I would have never had access to that. So, yeah. you know, was it scary in the beginning to spend that amount of money? For sure, because I didn't I didn't know Sharon in the beginning. I had I didn't know who Sharon was. But you didn't join for Sharon, though. Uh, that's exactly it. Like, you just joined because you knew there was a network of other totally. minded people that yeah. you could. And, and, I, and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, uh, but 
I would assume when I joined Tony Robbins, I was like, oh, this is a like-minded group, but I'm going to have access to Tony. Yeah. Whereas it was actually the opposite. The The network is actually what was worth the $75,000. Totally. And for you, you learned a lot. And Taki is an amazing teacher. But if I were to ask you what was a better, what what was long-term the best? Was it the the network or the learning that you got? Oh, it was, I, I think the, I think it was a little bit of both, but like the the network was definitely... I was learning from the network. Yeah. It was l- the learning experiences of going to the, uh, like a, going to a boardroom event and sitting down with eight bigger entrepreneurs and like getting them, like even like Sharon and, uh, uh, Mike Aguilera sharing their money beliefs with us. Like mm-hmm. here, here are the, here's what we believe about money. It's like, oh man, well that is like hearing from, you know, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs and what they believe about money. It's like, okay. I just, there are some fundamental shifts I need to make in my own life about how I view money in order to get to where I want to go in my business and in my life. So, man, it's, uh, so going back just to, just going back to, to, to wrap this bow up yeah, and, um, get people back on their, on their schedule. Mindset is not just what you came to this world with. Your yeah. mindset is constantly evolving. Whether you think you're evolving or not is a different story, but your mind is constantly looking at every piece of data that comes in because that's how we stay safe, yeah. right? So our brains are processing like 60,000 or 60 million bits of data a second. Like the, the number is staggering and, and astonishing. And the number keeps rising because there's more and more data set. There's more and more internets. There's more and more cell phones. There's more and more billboards. There's just more access. And with that access comes more information. When it comes to your mindset, you know, what I, what, one of the things that I've been really conscious of, you've been conscious of. Um, and one of the things that I, I tell my clients is curate every moment of your life. Yeah. And let me just give you what I mean. Those people that you follow on Instagram and Facebook, you feel you need to, cause they followed you or you went on a date with this girl, but every time you see her face, it bugs you. You're allowed to delete them and you don't have to have guilt. You're allowed to delete your friends that are no longer friends. You're allowed to delete family members that are not serving as family. They're serving as opposition, right? Just because your cousins, like I deleted all my cousins. I deleted seven cousins. Like I'm still close to them. I still talk to them, but I didn't need their input on certain things that I was doing in my life, nor did I feel like they were serving me without judgment. So I I just unfriended them. They still follow me on Instagram. I see that they see my stories. But we didn't communicate there. We didn't talk there. It wasn't good for us. And so I made a conscious decision to remove them. What you replace it with is even more important. So removing is one part. The second thing is, is right, like you got to replace it with something that you don't want to continuously happen. So remove the people that bring pain or shame or anything like that. Deal with the problem and why you're you're feeling that. But in the in the moment, you're allowed to delete them. Deal with your problem. And then replace it with something positive. Get rid of the news. Get rid of like the politics. Look, unless you're like an eight-figure entrepreneur and you're making more money than God, you probably aren't being served by watching what's happening in the government, right? Now, if you're passionate about it, you have a YouTube channel about it, okay, fine. But most of us don't. We just get caught up in that stuff and then that pulls us down. Yeah. So just go through and curate and audit your systems of communication in the world and I guarantee you, you get rid of the news, you get rid of like 80% of your social media. One, you won't miss anything. And two, after 30 days, you're going to be like, 
hey, I'm going to the gym a couple times a week. Hey, I got this. I got this. You'll feel better and you'll start to perform better. And that's, uh, you know, wrapping it up here, you know, the, that's really stoic philosophy. Like in the, in the rise of over the last couple of years, I, I really think that Ryan Holiday has done a really great job at bringing to the forefront stoicism. And stoic philosophy really comes down to controlling what you can control. And, and I think that's a really important message for anyone currently in their environment that they're saying, hey, you know, all of this outside in the thing that I can't control, it's like, but there are things that you can control. And it's that Viktor Frankl, uh, uh, man's search for meaning, you know, the last of human's freedom to control, uh, to, to, uh, I'm going to mess up the, uh, I'm going to mess up the actual, uh, uh, quote, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. My favorite quote. I love it. Viktor Frankl, man's search for meaning. It, it really solidifies everything we chatted about today to choose one's own attitude um, to really make magic happen in your own life. So, Vikram, hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Yeah, bro. Well, hey, you're you're taking a little trip to Bogota this weekend. That should be exciting. Okay. Last weekend you were in Santa Marta. This weekend week you're in Bogota. Bogota. Yeah, take some time off. You know, it's uh, you know enjoying life. Well, it's a it's, it's a mindset shift you had from a few months ago where yeah. you wouldn't take any time off and it yeah. was eating at your health. Totally to this new mindset where you became curious. It's a shift. Yeah. You were, you were curious, like, how can I do both? And is it, an yeah, it's not an and or it's not an and or it's always a, like, it's always an and, and yeah. Yeah. Cool brother. So I want to say thank you for tuning into another episode of the R agent podcast, the number one real estate podcast in the world. Hope you have a great weekend. All we'll see you soon. Bye, 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 bye.